everyone, and welcome back to the most magical podcast on the internet, and happy Wednesday. We have another fun-filled episode prepared for you, so I hope you just sit back, get ready to take in all of the information, and you might want to take notes. But we hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Make sure you follow us on all of the social medias and subscribe to our newsletter. All right, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. All right, everyone, we have a very special episode for you today. Of course, you have your co-host, Casey, and you have me. Now, if you are really wanting to get into today's episode, I want you to pause this, go over to our how to rope drop the parks episode, add that to your watch list, then come back over because we're going to reference this episode a lot, how to rope drop and how to close down the parks. Right, Casey. So you kind of need to make sure to watch both if you haven't already. And if you're a little bit confused, like what is rope drop and what is close down the park, rope drop is opening the park, literally dropping the rope and running to the castle. Right. But what is closing down the park, Casey? Sure. So closing down the park is literally the exact opposite than rope dropping, right? So you wake up super early to rope drop, get to the park before opening. We recommend roughly about right, like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes before the park actually opens to effectively do rope drop. But with park close, you might start your day a little bit later you might hop in a ride queue right before close and you might stick around in the parks for 30, 45 minutes, maybe two hours, sorry, (laughs) after close because there are some truly wonderful benefits to closing down the parks as there are with rope dropping as well. So that's why it is really important that you do listen to both of the episodes. We're going to reference that quite a bit here. So yeah, so that's kind of the difference between rope dropping and rope closing. But today's episode, we're going to talk all about closing down the parks, which apparently this is like my, my thing or my (laughs) like area of expertise. I don't know how, but apparently it is. (laughs) But I do want to just start and preface by saying, right, I think rope dropping is the most effective effective way to do Disney, right? If you, you know, want to make sure if you have a list of things that you want to get done throughout an entire day at Disney World, I the podcast highly recommends you rope dropping, right? So I want to say that um, with not saying that I'm, you know, one side or the other, I think rope dropping is extremely effective. You're going to get a lot done early, which is Mm -hmm. great. Notice this podcast episode, listeners, is called How to Close Down the Park, not Close Down the Park is better than rope dropping and blah, blah, blah. No, (laughs) we're just giving you a guide on how to do it. Right. Absolutely. So, Kara, let's just talk about some of the benefits to closing down the parks, because there are some really fun things that you get to experience when maybe you did rope drop or you might leave early throughout the day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So number one is jumping in that last minute ride queue. Okay. So with when fast passes were a thing, which obviously they're not a thing right now. <laughs> I'm trying not to mention it too much because Kara gets a little upset. 
But y'all, when fast passes were a thing, this was a really great option. Like five minutes before the park closes down, what we would do is we would hop in a line that maybe we didn't get to do that day, a really long standby line. Because not only do they close the queue off, they also close fast passes at park close, right? So the cast member is not having to wait to hold the standby line and let the fast pass people through. So your standby lines are going to move tremendously faster if you are closing down the parks, jumping in that last minute line, right? A lot of people, I feel like I always do mine train last for some reason. A lot of people really love to close down at Splash. Kara, is Splash your thing? I do like Splash. I do. Um, I'm, you know, that's a whole different episode when Splash gets turned into Tiana's dream right. ride or whatever. But um, yeah. I, I like it. I don't know yeah. if I'd have to close it down. It's going to be cold. Right. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people, like, they always say, like, I don't want to ride Splash Mountain during the day because I don't want to walk around, like, wet and, you know, whatever. That so makes a lot sense. Of people, yeah. No, it makes total sense. So a lot of people will jump in that Splash Mountain line about five or 10 minutes before park close and they can get through it really quickly. And then once they're all wet and gross, then they go home. But so that is one um, benefit that we find or the people that I go with really find in closing down the park is being able to maybe hop in a last minute line that maybe plans change that day. And you weren't able to get in that really long standby line. A lot of people do it for slinky dog as well. Oh yeah. Um, Because that is a real, we've talked about that before on the podcast, if you've been with us a while. So it's a really, really long queue. And we've kind of established it's not really a worth it wait. Mm -hmm. Like 80 minutes at six or seven o'clock at night. What? No. (laughs) But all right. So that is one benefit to closing down the park. Another one is going to be the empty park photos, right? We all follow these Instagram like influencers that are that are Disney enthusiasts that have all these beautiful, completely empty, no one is in, no one is in your photo uh, down on Main Street. Guys, they have closed down the park. Most likely they have waited about an hour to an hour and a half after park. I know, right? (laughs) So this is actually something that like, I really want to do. So when this episode comes out, I've had already went and come back from my Disney trip, but it is a goal of mine. It's a goal to park clothes, right? So I'm, I'm actually taking notes as Casey is talking, everyone. And those empty park pictures are just so beautiful. I just see, you know, you see people literally sitting on main street, just like chilling with the Disney air and the Disney ducks with the cats in the background. It's beautiful. And I know it's worth it. It's just, I think being a punctual person, person yeah. I'm like okay the park is closed you gotta go yeah like that's to me so the thought process of even staying afterwards to get those pictures never crossed my mind right no absolutely and I want to say too that like um if you're wanting to get some pictures in front of the castle around I mean you will have empty like no one will be in your photos but it is kind of dark toward the castle. So maybe I would suggest getting those in the daytime, but any of those really amazing photos on Main Street, like you got the girls, I know you know this photo, like laying down on Main Street and you see the castle far off in the background. They really do light up Main Street really well at night. And it's just, it's so nostalgic to me. I 
So that's another huge benefit to closing down the park is really just waiting till everyone clears out and getting those really good, take your time. You don't have to worry about trafficking people along to get a good photo. So those are really fun and that's beneficial, especially if you are all Instagram Disney enthusiasts like us, right? Yes. All right. And another beneficial thing that we absolutely love about closing down the parks. Kara, tell me, okay, don't you love the park music, right? Everyone loves the park music. Yes, it's tranquil. I mean, I I know so many of us have it. And this is actually something that we should add to the link in our bio. Yeah. Uh, editor and and Amanda, our social media marketing strategist. Um, This is something that I do. I put on YouTube during the day, like when I'm doing laundry, when I'm working on works, things for the podcast. I literally just have like Magic Kingdom music playing on YouTube in the background. It's just so tranquil, so nice. It is. It's so nice. And we all do that. Like I love, I love the music in Tomorrowland and Adventureland. Like it's just, there is something about the park music that just gets me in all of my feels, right? As it Mm -hmm. does to us all. So one thing really cool about closing down the parks is you get to sit and listen to park music with no distractions, right? Like no other parties, like walking around you discussing what's next on their to-do list or maybe like children and strollers screaming. Not that I, hey, I just want to say, (laughs) not that I don't enjoy listening to parties talk about their plans out the day. I do love that. And I also don't mind if your child throws a temper tantrum. Listen, Mm -hmm. you took them to Disney. If they need a nap, I totally get it. Sometimes I need a nap. (laughs) Say that. But it is something so nice and nostalgic about being able to sit in pretty much any of the lands, especially in Magic Kingdom. And it's silent but the music is playing in the background and it's so loud, which during the day you might hear the music, mm-hmm. but there is, there's so much going on and, and so many people that it's almost like a faint noise. But I'm telling you, when you close down the parks, that music is loud and it oh, is sure. loud everywhere. It It's remarkable. That's another really good beneficial thing that we love about closing down the parks is getting to just listen to the park music. No distractions, right? It's so beautiful. <laughs> so another thing I want to talk about too is transportation. Yes. Okay? This is the yes. big one. This is the big one. And I'm going to hint on it a little bit here. And then in the following segment, I want to talk a little bit of more about transportation because it is really important. But so let's say you watch the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom, right? And after you make your, after the fireworks show, you kind of make your way to the buses with about 50,000 other people. Okay. Unreal. But so let's say that you might sit at the bus stop, right? And wait 15, 20, 30 minutes before your bus is able to get you through the loop and able to take you back to your resort. So what I always say, right, is instead of waiting at the bus stop, why don't we hang back and sit in front of the castle and let everybody clear out? And you're waiting in front of the castle. So where would you rather wait, Kara? Okay, let's weigh this. Would you rather wait in one of those little swirly queues at the bus stop or in front of the castle listening to the park music? 
In front of the castle. In front of the castle. All of us would, right? And a, a lot of people, you know, like you, Carrie, you're like, once the park closes, like, that's it. Like, we've done our day. I've done everything I needed to do. Let's head back. But there is something just really, really great. And, you know, if you're going to have to wait anyway, come on. Let's wait somewhere nice, right? And I think especially me and the way that I do Disney, which is different from everyone, but I'm all about waking up at 4.30 in the morning, getting there an hour to an hour and a half before the park opens. And so like, I'm thinking like, okay, like I need to get to sleep by midnight. Like I need to get to sleep. Like I need four hours of sleep to do a whole Disney day. So it's, it's, I'm just like, okay, like, Oh, after nine o'clock, like after fireworks, I'm like, okay, like it's bedtime. <laughs> no, you and 50,000 other people, like yeah. a- absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, because you have to, in your mind, you have to say, well, look, like Brandon or whoever we're with, like <laughs> we have to wake up tomorrow and do this all over again. <laughs> yes. Like, um, for our upcoming trip, Brandon was like, oh, are we closing down Magic Kingdom? Like on my birthday. And I'm like, yeah, we're closing it down. And he was like, but I thought we were rope dropping it. And I was like, we are. We're doing both. (laughs) So it's just going to be a long day. I mean, you think about it, people that get there, like myself, at like 6.45 in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and you're there until what, 11 o'clock? 12 hours, like 15 hours (laughs) in the Disney park, which for me is worth it. You know, I spent all this money, got on a plane, got all the way there. I'm going to spend my 15 hours, but you get tired. And for me, it's that sun tired. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is the, is the tiredness, but yeah, I mean the transportation, like I definitely have my questions coming up here, but it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Those are just some of the very, like, very, very light, like, beneficial things about closing down the parks. We love to do it. And I want to answer some more questions and some of the questions that people are concerned about when they talk about closing down the parks. Well, what if this or how about this? What do you think about this? So I really want to get into these questions, but really quick. We're going to stop and take a quick ad break, but we will be right back. Do not go anywhere because we're going to continue to tell you how to close down the parks. All right, guys. So Casey gave us the load on, on everything that we need to know about park closing, you know, stuff that you should know, rides that you should get into, right? But we do have some listener questions here that I would love to bring to Casey. So first and foremost, what is your favorite park or parks to close down? And I want to reference this. I don't know why this whole episode, but because maybe we were talking about the castle, I was only thinking about closing down Magic Kingdom. Like yeah. I completely forgot about the other three parks. <laughs> um, I really, I'm excited to answer this question because I really, um, there is one park, possibly two, that's in my opinion, not really worth park closing. I about said rope dropping. No, they're all worth rope dropping. Okay. <laughs> but park closing, I will say my absolute favorite parks that I recommend you close down are always Magic Kingdom. And if you have time, if your schedule allows it, Hollywood Studios. Hmm. Those are my two like 
if you're going to do it at all, those are the two that I would recommend. Animal Kingdom, if they're closing later, they have the tree lit up really nice. And they used to do, Kara, do you remember the name of that show um, that they used to do off the tree? It was like Tree of Life? Um, it was the tree of life awakens yes okay so that was something really cool that we would do right at close and then just kind of hang back and they would keep the tree lit up and we would drink coffee and sit right there in the center and you can actually take some really good pictures out there because they keep that little area really lit up so that's another photo opportunity as well at animal kingdom but honestly animal kingdom like has been closing really early lately so it's still like broad daylight and obviously they don't do that show anymore so that's one that i would say like maybe sometimes depending on epcot i would never close down Epcot. i don't know why it's just they they really just close so much and it's such a big area too in Epcot. So it's a little bit harder to sit and like enjoy. I guess they have like Spaceship Earth like lit up really pretty and you might get some good photos. But as far as like staying to enjoy, I mean, other than just shopping, you know, they're last minute. But so those are the two that I would recommend. That was a great question. And I would recommend Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom every single time. And I really think that also has to do with the, the sheer fact that Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios I'm pretty sure if we wrote down every single ride and attraction in every yeah. single park, Magic and Hollywood would have the most. So there's right. the most to do. So if you can push something to park close, um, that'd be really beneficial. Yes. And I guess I didn't say like, um, it's really what we love to do. And again, the park music is a great thing. But the park music that they play in Hollywood Studios on Sunset Boulevard is just incredible and we always sit on those benches or on the side there and we just look up at tower of terror they have it lit up all beautiful and nice so yeah that's just it's a great option i love it now i have to ask for you know those of us that don't get to the park as often they listen to our how to rope drop and now they're listening to how to close the parks um do you recommend doing both staying up for those 15 hours 15 plus hours and and doing both Oh, goodness. Um, In the same day. We're talking, you know, wake up early, early, rope drop, stay late, late. So like 4 a.m. to like 1231 a.m.? Yep. Y'all. Well, and let's talk about too, let's, let's take a pause and talk about where we're basing this off of, right? Is Walt Disney World in Florida. Yes. Even... Like, let's just talk about how the sun itself is draining. Like, let's take Disney out of it, right? If you are just out in the sun for long periods during the day, walking or even not walking, you are so exhausted and drained. And I think I think this question really depends on if you're taking care of your body throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. If you are eating well, if you're hydrating well, like it might be something that you might want to try and do. Um, and I, you know what, Kara, I just thought of this. Can we make maybe like a mental note or a note on your iPad? I would really love to interview someone that could really help us understand the benefits of like taking care of yourself in the Disney parks. Like I know you or I have to know like someone who we can interview that could really educate us on how important that is. Because I'm sure you agree, like that's extremely important. Yes. Like I've watched people be carried out of Disney on stretchers because they didn't hydrate and take care of their bodies well, right? 
I don't drink enough water. I don't, I really don't. I do not drink enough water. Um, those of us out there with the thick thighs, we, you know, you got, you got that thigh rubbing all the time. I'm just out here being real. Uh, those of us curvier girls, we got the, the thighs are rubbing and, you know, it's like, Brandon's like, I don't want to hear you complain. And it, and, and there's such thing as a Disney rash. Because yeah. of the heat and people not being used to it. My aunt has got it. My friend Brittany has got it. Yeah. Um, it's the Disney rash because of the heat and people aren't used to it. So when you're out there for long periods of time, if you're trying to do this rope drop and, and park clothes deal, you got to prepare yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So the question is, would I recommend it? I would recommend it if you are taking care of your body. Um, I would not recommend it if you're not taking care of your body and I would honestly do both in one trip. Like if you want to park, like if you want to park hop, like, or no, not park hop, excuse me. If you want to close down one day and then like a day or so later, like get up and rope drop. Like I just, it's hard to say like, yes, I would recommend to do it in one day. I have done it and it's really weighed on my body. So really listen to yourself and listen to your family, know the trip that you're on and kind of your goals for that. That's what I would also just to kind of point, we don't recommend, you know, two, two year olds out here doing it. Um, so really know the family that you're in, please don't make grandma in the scooter, go park drop to park clothes. Yeah. Um, please take care of your whole family and know their like physical strength (laughs) to see if they can do it. Absolutely. I'll say evaluate your group for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, another question that I do have, and this is something that I need to take into consideration. Obviously we're all trying to shop. And so I'm thinking to myself, if I can take out that time that I would shop during the parks and put it after park hours, that would be like a good benefit of my time. But are there, are the stores still open? Yes. So the stores still are open. Disney is still willing to take your money after they close. Of course. (laughs) Yes. Now, I would say about an hour after close, they are starting to fan you out of at least the shops. Okay. Okay. So not the park itself, but the shops are kind of saying like, okay, guys, like trying to try to make your last minute selections and get out. So yes, to answer that question, they are open. I would say... I think that's a great idea to, if you want to take that time out of your day shopping and put it at park clothes, that would be another great option too. Do mm-hmm. you know a lot of save time? Time is money in Disney. Right. That's what we're here for at the Why We Disney podcast. Hashtag time is money in Disney. <laughs> yes. So Casey, I have one question left from our listeners. And this one is actually really important. Those of us that are thinking more punctual and don't think about staying somewhere after it closes because you're trapped, right? Yes. So will the buses continue to run after park close? Okay. Yes. I want to talk. I want to sit here for a second and talk about this because, um, yeah. So, okay. Technically, buses will run about an hour to an hour and a half after close. However, however, me personally, and I've closed down the parks a lot. I have never, ever once had an issue getting back to my resort. Okay. Magic Kingdom has literally closed at 9 p.m. And I've walked out at 1130, 12 o'clock on a night that there's fireworks. My friend Brooke from Magical Life with Brooke, her and I have walked out as late as 1 a.m. And the parks are closing at 9 and 10. Um, Never had an issue getting home. Now, I will say I did have a friend 
um, tell me that one time that they left Magic Kingdom really late. I don't know like what really late is. We're talking like 3, 4 a.m. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But they actually said that buses aren't running anymore and that if you want to get back to your resort, you have to Uber. Um, Yeah, I find it hard to believe. And that's actually something that I would push back on. Like if I'm ever walking out of Magic Kingdom and a security guard tries to tell me that I have to Uber, but you didn't kick me out of the park. Yeah. But yet I have to, I would probably push back on that a little bit and be like, wait, are you, are you sure? I would definitely, when you're, when your family is planning the trip, family and friends, you know, just talk to a cast member, ask them when the closing is. And this is for all Disney transportation. So if you need to take the ferry back, if you need to take the monorail or the Skyliner, um, definitely just you know, put a note in your phone really quick, like Skyliner closes, blah, blah, blah. If you're yeah. staying at the Riviera or, you know, Art of Animation or somewhere with their Skyliner Resort, or if you're staying at the Contemporary for the monorail, just make a quick note. Yeah. It's going to close, so get back eventually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I will say too, like, even if you did have to Uber, which, like I said, I've closed down the parts a lot and I've never, ever had an issue ever. Um even if you do have to Uber, at most, it's $12 at most, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was one other thing that I wanted to say. Um, Kara, do you have anything else on that question? I think about what? I don't. That's what we have from our listeners. Now, if you guys do have questions, please make sure to put it in the yeah. comments below. And I know that we referenced this a lot in Florida at Disney World, but I would love to hear from some of our West Coast friends. What are your experiences when you have rope dropped or when you have park closed in Disneyland or DCA? Yeah, absolutely. I would really love to hear how it goes in Disneyland if it is the same. Hmm. Yeah, I'd really love to know that. So one um, experience that I want to say, and I did think what I was going to say, sorry about that. (laughs) But um, something that always happens when I close down the park. So there, I might be like walking out and I'll find a security guard and they'll ask me where I'm going. And they don't even make me go to like my bus stop. Like if I'm staying at Pop Century or Art of Animation, they just put me on any of those empty buses that are around there and they take me home. Like our technique, well, take me yeah. home. Yes, because the resorts are home. Um, but so I I don't stress out too much about getting back to my resort. Like I said, personally, I've never, ever once had an issue getting back. They'll put me on an empty bus and I've been on an empty bus taking me back completely by myself. No one else on the bus. I've never had an issue. I would hate to, I really, I would hate to say all this though and you have an issue. So um, that's the only thing. Just be cautious and make sure you talk to cast members like Kara said. I don't think I'm going to get there too late again. I'm concerned about getting up in the morning and being the first one. Right. So it's okay. Right. But this is all so, um, so great information to know. And it's just a different experience. This is something that I really haven't done yet. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I would have closed down Magic Kingdom on my birthday. Um, I just want to say, Casey, thank you so much for giving your podcast expertise. You are an expert here on the podcast about closing down the parts. So thank you. Thank you to our listeners for giving your questions. If you have any more, please make sure to send us an email and something that I want you to send us. Also, if you have a character quote, we love putting those in our newsletter. So we're talking about closing down the parks all the time. Pick a park that you like to close down 
pick a quote and send it to us so we can put it in our newsletter, right? Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. If you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Not Twitter. We don't have that. We should. Should we? Let us know. Anyway, thank you so much for another magical episode of the Why We Disney podcast. And we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye, guys.